wanted to do something to correct some of the critical gaps that I saw in patient care that could be solved with technology that can drastically improve patient safety as well as outcome. And I was also frustrated by the fact that knowing what the future of technology will be and its role in healthcare, there was really not a very good bridge between where we are today in healthcare and where we want to be and where we aspire to be. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. If you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year. We're doing something a little bit different where we are repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners, and what I like to call the CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. This month, we are focused on technology, we're a technology company that does dot, dot, dot. Technology is no longer an afterthought or something that you might do. It is actually a core part of your business. If you are a real estate investor, you're using it. If you're a financial firm, if you're a cleaning company, author, speaker, you are using technology. If you are in any business, you are using technology. And if you're not, then you're probably going to be disrupted by an organization that is. So this month, we are going to look into repurposing episodes that are around technology, whether that be firms or organizations that are actually using and investing in technology as a core part of their products and services, or potentially those individuals that are using and leveraging CEO hacks and CEO nuggets that center around technology and sharing ways that we can leverage it as well. Remember that you are a technology company that does dot, dot, dot. Sit back and enjoy this special episode of the IMCEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Mike Wang of Inspiring. Mike, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And what I want to do is just read a little bit more about Mike so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Mike is founder and CEO of Inspiring, an award-winning technology healthcare company. He is a registered nurse and nurse practitioner with a vast clinical experience in cardiothoracic surgery and direct patient care. In addition, he holds numerous patents on innovative technologies in both the healthcare and hospitality industry and has founded two successful companies prior to our experience. He received a bachelor's degree from Emory University, majoring in biology and sociology, and he graduated and he attended graduate school at Columbia University studying both business and nursing. Mike, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yes, absolutely. I'm very excited and thank you so much for having me. No problem. Thank you so much for being on. And I wanted to kick everything off by hearing a little bit more about what I call your CEO story and what led you to start your business. Yeah, absolutely. With Inspiring, it was a truly pretty interesting story of how we started. So my first career was was in the military and I served seven years afterwards. I got out from the war and attended the Columbia Business School and was trying to figure out how to get back into society in a very productive way. And uh, nursing just really spoke to me. And I met my co-founder, Paul Coyne, in Columbia Nursing. For both of us, it was our second bachelor's degree. 
And we were a part of the acceleration program that Columbia offered. And after we graduated, and I went on to go into the clinical side, and Paul went on to go into data analytics. And actually, what started inspiring was actually a, a very unfortunate camping accident where I managed to uh, put an axe into my knee. So I was out of work for a little while, and uh, there was an overset, overwhelming sense of restlessness in that I wanted to do something to correct some of the critical gaps that I saw in patient care that could be solved with technology that can drastically improve patient safety as well as outcome. And I was also frustrated by the fact that knowing what the future of technology will be and its role in healthcare, there was really not a very good bridge between where we are today in healthcare and where we want to be and where we aspire to be. So during my downtime, I started to formulate a plan of a technology that perhaps we can bring to market. And I, I hit up my old friend, Paul, and we ended up meeting in Starbucks near Columbia and started to brainstorm about this particular technology. Fast forward three years, three really amazing and challenging years. We developed one of the world's most advanced computer vision platforms that can essentially turn any hospital room into an AI platform by collecting data from the physical world as well as the digital world. The capabilities of the technology had gone far beyond what we had originally thought of, but the fact that we were not from technology backgrounds and we were in a way ignorant of the capabilities of the technology three years ago, in a way that allowed us to not be limited by the, the current state of technology and allowed us to not compromise our vision to be able to develop this highly sophisticated platform. We teamed up with some world-class engineers, software developers, designers from MIT, from NASA, and we essentially established a team where everyday clinicians work side by side with technologists to develop the technology of the future that will be in the hands of the end users. So overall, like I said, it's been a very, very challenging journey, but it's a journey that I wouldn't trade it for the world because of the people that I've met and the amazing stories that we've heard and we're inspired by the real clinicians, researchers, and every, every, everyone who's in the, in the trenches providing care and making a difference out there. So, so it's really, truly an incredible journey. And Paul and I hope to be able to share this journey in more detail in the near future with a book that we're co-writing. Nice. So I know you touched a little bit more upon it, but a little bit on it. Could you tell us a little bit more upon Aspiring, what exactly it does and how exactly it works and also like what you feel is your secret sauce, what makes it unique? Absolutely. So Inspiring's vision was to be able to put one singular smallware that has advanced sensors that can essentially analyze the physical and digital environment of the patient's care environment. So, for example, right now, everything that happens to the patient is essentially recorded via a very subjective format where we as clinicians are inputting these things into the electronic medical record system. Many of these things are not only subjective, but inaccurate, and some of it 
is, is highly inaccurate. So there's really no insight into what is actually happening inside the patient's room and inside the care environment. So what Inspiring Technology does is our hardware goes on the wall of the patient's room behind the patient's bed. And through advanced sensors that we have developed in a proprietary sense, we are not only able to essentially map out the entire room, identify and analyze critical issues that are happening, such as patient staff interactions, safety protocol compliance, any adverse events that are in danger of harming the patient in terms of falls or pressure ulcers. So all of these things are being analyzed automatically in our platform through our software and hardware that can identify risks very early on and also feed these kinds of data into a predictive algorithm engine that allow us to have very high accuracy in predicting the likelihood or the probability of an adverse event happening inside the patient's care environment. So from that sense, we have complete insight and analysis into the patient's physical environment, but also from the digital side, we integrate and we connect with a multitude of BLE devices such as blood pressure cuffs, vital machines, pulse ox, other more sophisticated equipment, all integrates with our platform in creating a multi-dimensional view of the digital and physical environment of the patient. So that has been the vision of Inspiring from day one. And our goal is to be able to turn any antiquated hospital room, and trust me, we've seen some very antiquated ones, Mm -hmm. to be able to turn essentially any room into a platform where we can collect rich, meaningful, accurate, and reliable data to feed our analytics engine and our AI platform to make smarter and more intelligent decisions on patient care. That's huge. So to be able to have that and tap into that technology and all the intelligence and information that you guys are gathering, it allows it to be a little bit more consistent across different hospitals. Correct. There's no standardization across healthcare right now, especially in the U.S. market. It is extremely fragmented. And when you are talking about cutting edge technology like AI, it's really like the wild, wild, wild west right now. It's, it's anything goes and it's still in the very early infancy stages of development. But also that's also why it's so exciting because it's playing its part in helping defining how we structure AI, how we structure data. We have a proprietary data structure format and, and conceptual framework called MDMDS. It stands for Multidimensional Modular Data Synthesis. And this is really the framework of how data should work in an AI platform and how predictive algorithms could play a part in enterprise-level solutions as opposed to very isolated, independent ways of solving things. So, so yeah, I, I think there, there are huge opportunities and huge potential for improvement yeah, for technology in healthcare. It has really lagged behind the consumer market in many, many fronts. And there are various reasons for that. But overall, it's a very exciting time to be a part of that market because there's so much we can do to define it and not only just participate in it, but define how it's going to be. And that is really, really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And this might be an app, a book or a habit that you have, but it's something that makes you more effective and efficient. One thing that's been consistent throughout my experience as a CEO is I've had very 
consistent daily points and conversations with my co-founder, Paul. That makes perfect sense. And so now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this is a word of wisdom or piece of advice, or if you can hop into a time machine, what would you tell your younger business self? I would tell myself that my perception of the amount of pain it is involved in making something out of nothing and to make a vision come true, my perceived feelings of how much pain it takes to be able to do that is justified. I appreciate you for sharing that, Mike. And now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Mike, what does being a CEO mean to you? Me, a CEO is not necessarily smarter, more talented, more capable than those other amazing people who are in the room. I, I believe that to be a fact. Matter of fact, you should not be the most talented or <laughs> capable person in the room. But your job is the chief problem solver. You're a professional problem solver. And the way you solve problems is to be able to put people who are smarter than you, more talented than you, more capable than you, to put them in a very cohesive kind of a way that allowed them to execute your vision and execute the solution to the problem that you're trying to solve. Awesome. 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 Well, I love that perspective and then that definition because it talks about things that you even talked about or words that you said, being relentless, being able to create that vision, be able to solve problems, of course, but and create that culture that everybody kind of marches to the to the drum of whatever that culture is. So it's important to complement that and create that. So thank you for sharing that definition. And I appreciate your time, Mike, and appreciate all the awesome things you're doing. Thank you for your service as well. And I wanted to pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And then of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you guys are doing. Yes. So please feel free to reach out to us. My my personal email is mike at inspiring.com. Please reach out to us for any interest in our technology or if you're trying to join a really exciting technical team that's executing perhaps one of the most exciting parts of technology in, in the medical field. And we are really making huge progress in terms of capabilities of computer vision, sensors, as well as IoT devices in the context of healthcare. And uh, for all of you who are clinicians out there, who are at the bedside every day, improving the lives of, of patients, I always dedicate all of, all of our success so far to all of you because, because you are us and we are you. And because of the compassion and the empathy and the amazing technical skills of all of you, it makes our job possible to create the technology to assist in what you do every day and to empower you. And if you're the clinician that has that idea, if you're the clinician that uh, is working night shift and, and uh, you have this concept that just keeps bugging you and you want to create it and you want to go for it and you want to change things instead of waiting for things to change, I say to you, think it through and do it. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much again, Mike. I salute you, my friend, for doing all the awesome work that you're doing and, and, and definitely making the world an absolute better place. And again, I appreciate your time and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day.
Thank you so much for having me, and I really appreciate everything. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.